headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Warshaw, newly minted Ramsey personality, is my co-host today, already vastly popular, uh, especially if you read stuff like on the internet and things. So uh, everybody loves Jade already. The phone number here will be talking to you. Merry Christmas, America, is 888-825-5225. Autumn is going to start off this hour, St. Louis, Missouri. Hi, Autumn. How are you? Hey, Hey, I'm good. How are you, Dave? Hi, Jade. What's going on? Well, I am and tired of being broken normal and i have got all <laughs> kinds of scenarios running through my head i'm hoping you guys can bring some clarity on let's do it all right so uh, my husband and i started our debt-free journey on november 4th we were one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in debt overall we have been chicken butt taking names so we're about seventy one hundred dollars down including a thousand dollar emergency fund and a fifteen hundred dollar cash flow christmas there you go but yeah, but it leaves us with 144000 and half of that is a commercial loan that we took out for a honey farm. Mm. Um, so here's the kicker. I'm, I mean, I'm good, you know, putting it in order, doing the debt snowball, but I'm, I feel like I'm on a deadline. So we've got our commercial loan that's going to balloon on us on June of 2024. So my husband wants to move the $72,000 above the the other that 144 includes our mortgage so he wants okay. to move it above how much is your mortgage balance 51 okay that's not in the equation that's baby step six okay so we've got nine thousand medical and twelve thousand on a side-by-side which we use for the business okay and uh what's your household income uh, about 110 to 115 on average okay let's see so you got 90 grand um, and so we need to do 45,000 a year for two years, right? Right. And you're yeah. done before the balloon. Well, here's, here's the other kicker. This is the other scenario. And this is, this is where I'm hoping for the clarity. So I have worked for my job for about 19 and a half years. This June will make 20 and it's been wonderful. Um, I will stick with it as long as I can, but it's a small business and they could use Dave. So it is in danger, and I also homeschool my daughter, so I work from home. So there's there's potentially coming up a lull in my income, which is more than half of what I've said. So, what do you do? Um, Jill of all trades. <laughs> Girlfriend, I mean, it, it, they they own a bunch of commercial properties, so anything and everything that needs to be done from marketing to accounting to everything. Well, I, I am not going to make my decisions based on something that might happen. They've been running this business on a shoestring for years. They're probably going to continue to run it on a shoestring. Um, unless you know something from doing the books that's inside of there that's that's recently more sick than other things you've seen in the past. I don't think it changes anything. Because here's the thing. If you lose that job, you've got to go get another one anyway. Right. If you, don't, if, you, if you feel like you're insecure in that job, there's nothing that stops you today from starting to look for something new. So I don't think you have to plan for a lull in income. I think there's only going to be a lull in income if you see something coming and you do nothing 
until it actually happens. I think right now, if you feel like you're insecure, you can start looking. But um, I'm with Dave. I think that when it comes to this debt, we need to work the debt snowball as usual. Of course, the 51,000, that's your mortgage. We can kind of hold off on that side of it. But it sounds like all of this debt is kind of, it's not, it doesn't sound like it's separated business and personal. It sounds like you're on the hook for all of it. Yeah, there's no such thing as a business loan in this setting right you sign right. personally yeah. for every bit of this debt it's right. all personal debt you just labeled it business because it had to do with the farm mm-hmm. right but so yeah, yeah. So, let's yeah. roll it into just, the- you got seventy thousand dollars in credit card debt you know i mean let's get it paid off and you got a balloon coming due in 24 so lay the whole thing out to be done by 24 that that's um you know was it june of 24 just lay your game plan out and go what have we got to pay to be done i mean let's go ahead and be done by march right uh so we don't have any don't want to run right up on that balloon but uh this is very doable very doable and um the thing is the whole process of being this intentional and this intense is brand new and that's when you have the most tendency to try to scheme and scam your way through it rather than work your way through it and so quit trying to figure this out just do it i mean and do it with gusto even more gusto than you've done to this date get after it and you can sell stuff. You can do all kinds of things if you have to. But And you can work out a different job, another job. If this one starts to look more and more and more weak, like Jade said, go go land you something. But let's let's get this done. Emily's in Santa Barbara. Hi, Emily. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Hey, what's up? Uh, I have a question about what I should do, what me and my husband should do with our year-end bonus. Uh, because we're, we can't go... Uh, exactly in the baby steps because we already own a home. We bought it pre days, but besides that, we are debt free. The baby step, the so, home, a home is in the baby steps. It's baby step six. E- yeah, but I meant, uh, you're saying you bought a house before it was time to in the yeah. baby steps. Uh, is it yeah. is it paid off? No, no. Okay, then you have the regular baby steps. Where are you in the baby steps? Oh. Uh, so that's paid off. So uh, with that 34k, we can put 5k to finish our emergency fund. So you're, we'll be at 20. So you're debt free, but the house. Yes. Okay. And then you finish your emergency fund. That's maybe step three. So we'll, yeah. So we'll finish the emergency fund. And then mm-hmm. we want to put uh, max out both of our Roth mm-hmm. 2022. Mm-hmm. So that'd be 12. And then we're going to put um, 2K for our, each of our kids, 529s. We have two kids. Good. Um, and then we have 15 left. So, so that would be 1,000 per kid. Mm-hmm. And then we have 15. So we do have a truck that we want to get up and running. So we wanted to see if that is okay it's an older truck it's just a hobby classic old old car Mm -hmm. uh or should we be throwing that at the house now once you get past baby step three you leave intensity and move to intentional okay and uh so if this is intentional and you say okay we're gonna we're gonna work on the hobby truck a little bit or we need to buy a couch or we're gonna go on vacation or we need to buy a new Mm -hmm. car because the one we got's a dumpy one we got to move up a little. That's where this is where you would do all of that, knowing that every okay. dollar you spend there is not going towards your mortgage. So you're going to be in debt a little longer, but that's okay because it's intentional versus intensity. Okay. But you don't do this with the mindset of, oh, we're never going to get our mortgage paid off. Mm-hmm. No, we're going to get our mortgage paid off anyway. Okay. Yeah. That's really good. I think a lot of times when people start the baby steps, they get so focused 
on the on being intense that when you get past that phase it's kind of hard to leave that mindset to the side and it's not to say that you get lackadaisical but you were never intended to live you know under the gun for the entire I mean you're supposed to enjoy some of this money so it's about being intentional about it you of your husband have decided this is what we're going to do this is worth the opportunity cost and you've made that decision together so you're yep. doing just right yep or, or it makes you look and go I'd rather pay off my mortgage than the truck so maybe it's time to get rid of the truck yep. either one's okay but now it's time to be intentional not just intense so very good question merry christmas to you emily this is the ramsey show I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Merry Christmas, America. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co host today. Open phones at 888 825 5225. We got deals out there right now, Jade, uh, in the store. Serious stuff going on. Financial Peace University gift voucher as low as $69.99. Dr. John Deloney's best selling book, On Your Past, Change Your Future, uh, deeply discounted at $12.99. The new Ramsey sweatshirts and hoodies. Um, that's kind of scary. All audio books <laughs> are $5. You can get those up until the last second because they're all downloadable. And that includes the total money makeover audio book all for five bucks. These deals are great. They're amazing. If you don't take advantage of this, you got, I don't know, you're missing out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> got some question about your Christmas spirit. That's I mean, everybody saying. around me, this is what they're getting. They already know. This so, is your gift. Brand new products and lots of things happening for our year end sale. Uh, a lot of these, the question for humans cards, still on sale for 10 bucks. A lot of books are on sale for only 10 bucks. Be sure and check it all out. Uh, the Ramsey uh, Gold Planner uh, for 2023 is only $35.99. That's the lowest price it's ever been, and it is a fabulous use for your goals for next year. The year end sale ends at $11.59 today. Yeah, don't be dragging around here. Shop these great <laughs> deals right now. RamseySolutions.com slash store. Scott's with us. Scott is in Phoenix. Hi, Scott. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. How can we help? So I don't do the baby steps. I've just been listening to you, and I'm debt-free. I just have a mortgage. And my question is that I just came into some money, which is about $30,000, and I want to invest it in retirement because I'm hitting 53 and I really don't have any retirement. I have been paying into my 401k. Every time I get a raise at work, I've been upping my 401. So for four years, I'm at right now at $400 a month going into my 401. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to take that 30000 and put it into something that would grow quickly 
and, you know, that I would feel confident about. I don't want to spend it. I don't want to, you know, just go out and blow it. I'm really starting to, you know, hit that age. And I'm like, I really do need to think about retirement. You married? Yes, I am married. Um, my wife has her retirement through her work, so she's been working on that ever you know, she's been at the job for about 15 years, so she's got her retirement established. Okay, jump on uh, online at RamseySolutions.com and find a Smart Vester Pro in your area. Open a Roth for this year and a Roth for next year, and do one for your wife as well. So that's 14 that's 28000 bucks. Okay. And put it all in good growth stock mutual funds across four types, growth, growth and income, aggressive growth, and international. Now, can I add to that, you know, the following I year. I have extra money. The following year. After, uh, after, 24, after 23, okay. you can in 24. Because I just funded 23 and 24 just then. Okay. Because I want to be able to, because I have extra money left over. Uh, since I'm not in debt anymore, I'd like, and I'm, I want you to throw that towards your mortgage. Okay. Yeah. I want to get, I want to get 15% uh, of your household income going into retirement, throw everything else towards your mortgage. I'm assuming you have an emergency fund and you already said you were debt free, but the mortgage, right? Yes. I got $40,000 in, in, in my emergency fund because I sold the house and I just purchased this new house about six months ago. So we were able to sell my old house for $150,000. I put some of it into the new house, and then I just paid all our debt off, cars, everything. And then I have, as I said, I got $40,000 left in the emergency fund for anything. Good. So that's where, and then, you know, and then I've been doing 500 extra a month on the new house. Yeah. On top so of here's the, the thing, the, the, the baby steps tell us to put 15% of your household income into retirement. We just loaded up a couple of Roths. You've already got your 401 and your wife's 401 going. So I'm going to guess and say, you're probably getting up to that 15% or, or beyond beyond that. Anything I okay. can find in my mortgage, I want to get this house paid off because the two key things that we find that cause people to be millionaires, uh, and it's not long from now for you, you're going to be there pretty quick, is uh, a loaded-up retirement account or retirement accounts and a paid-for mortgage. That's right. I want to make sure, though, that you don't spend all of that money. I mean, I want to make sure that you keep some of it for three to six months of expenses. That's the one thing. I don't want him to... It sounded like once he paid off the debt, he had that that 30 or 40K left, and that was kind of his nest egg. So I want to make sure that he keeps some of that for his three to six months of expenses yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. If I, I was confused, I thought you had 40 grand plus the 30 grand. If you don't, then that's a different thing. Yeah. You, need, you need an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. That's baby step three. Four is you're going to put 15% of your income into retirement between Roth IRAs, 401k for you, 401k for your wife. Add it all up. 50.15 times your annual income and you need to be there and no more everything else goes towards that mortgage let's get that mortgage cleared uh, because that paid for house and uh you know half a million to a million dollars in your mutual funds in your 401ks and roth iras is where you're going to uh that's where you're going to reach that million dollar net worth and beyond of course jacob is in elizabeth city north carolina hi jacob welcome to the ramsey show thanks dave I am calling because my wife and I are in baby steps three, and we just found out that her van needs a new transmission, and the cost for the repairs is going to drain what we have currently in our emergency fund. 
So I say go ahead and do it. That's what the emergency fund's for. Let's get the van fixed. And how, my wife. How is much is it going to cost to fix the van? So it's going to be $4,500, including labor. And that's your whole three to six months of emergencies fund? No, no, we're in baby step three. Okay, so, so you haven't have completed so it yet. Okay, I see. Yeah, we have $4,000 so far. So it will be a $3,000 deposit, and then we could get the other $500. I mean, the other $500 to fix it. What year is this van? Repairs complete. What year is the it's van? It's 2005. What's it worth? Um, I'm not sure. I haven't looked because we haven't been looking to sell or anything, but it's a Honda Odyssey with only like 160,000 miles on it. Okay. Um, the first thing I'm always going to do with transmissions and engines is, um, you real is this is like, um, the car has cancer. You don't go with one, you get multiple opinions. You need a second opinion and a third opinion. Not necessarily does the transmission need to be replaced, but is there a more economical way to get this transmission replaced? Who gave you this bid? The dealer? No, it's a um, local mechanic. That's good. So we've been going to for a couple of years. He, okay. We trust him. I, I trust him too. Sounds fine. Give us a I don't, good, I, it doesn't sound outlandish, rate. but it is a big enough expense. I want you to get some other opinions. And uh, I'm guessing you have two cars, right? And this is one of them? Yeah, so we have that, her van, and then I have a 1998 Honda Accord with like 205,000 miles on it. What's your household income? But she's making, um, I make, I have like a base of 60, and then I get bonus on top of that, so. A base of what? 60,000. Oh, Oh. 60. I thought you said 16. I did too. Okay. I feel better already. Um, (laughs) Yeah, me too. Okay. So yeah, 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 you fix the van. That's what the emergency fund's for. Okay, that's what I figured. But I am going to get a couple of bids, not just the one mechanic that I trust. Uh, and it may lead you right back to him, and I kind of think it's going to, and that's okay, but you want, you just want to, uh, in, the, in the multitude of counsel, there is safety, the Bible says, where there are options, lots of options, you will choose a better choice than when you have only one option or only two options. So I'm going to go talk to two or three other people, Figure out, is there a, a more economical, reasonable way that the that is reliable to get this transmission replaced? I doubt it. Um, I, I don't think that's a bad price off the top of my head. But, hey, man, you might find somebody do it for 3500 and it'd be worth looking. I'm also wondering what that van was worth. Um, it's Honda Odyssey. They're oh, five? a wee bit pricey, so I don't know. Almost no 200,000 miles? Yeah, um, something to look at something to look at for sure is it worth fixing probably though it probably is this is the ramsey show Christmas America. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. We're glad you're with us. The phone number here for your life and your money questions is 888-825-5225. Sean 
is in Baltimore. Hey, Sean, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, how are you guys? Great. How can we help? So I'll try and keep this brief. Um, I have a unique situation. My wife and I lost a baby at 22 weeks back in April Mm. and had to use some of my wife's unpaid FMLA because she's a teacher. Mm. Um, She just gave birth early at 27 weeks at the 5th of this month and only has the remainder, the remaining eight weeks of FMLA to use. Our daughter is in the NICU until the end of January, and my wife will have to put in for a leave of absence to spend time with our baby. Should we stop investing until she begins getting paid again, even though we have our fully funded emergency fund? I'm sorry to hear about the loss of that first baby. That's really tough, but I'm also celebrating with you on this new birth, which is definitely something to celebrate. Um, how long of a leave of absence is she planning to take? Um, about seven weeks. What do you make? Um, I net about $3,000 a month. Yes, you should stop investing. Okay. You gotta, you're in the middle of a storm, and so you got to batten up the hatches as a temporary measure. That's right. The same way the same way we would suggest that if you were about to have a baby that you would kind of pause the baby steps and, and stack up extra cash. This is kind of the same idea, but it's kind of on the back end. Yeah, it's, you're on baby step four, so it is a little different. But yeah, you don't you need the margin right now um, because you have had an unbelievably emotional year from miscarriage to ICU. NICU is, is a I mean, you, you, you've had. And all having to do with babies, which keeps your stomach in your throat all mm-hmm. the time, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So you guys need the you need the the mathematical margin to pay attention to the child and to pay attention to where you both are emotionally in the middle of this trauma, so that you process it and you hold hands and you're looking at each other's eyes and you hang on to each other. Your investment portfolio does not matter a flip for the next six months. That's right. Okay, thank you so much. Humans are what matter right now. Little ones, big ones, both. Okay? So just lean in, be a good dad, be a good mom, be a good husband, be a good wife. Um, You know, we got one one job, and that is uh, walking the rest of the way through these – you know, these these storms that you've been through. They're two different kinds of storms, and – but but NICU is a storm, too, in and of itself, right? Absolutely. Every time I go to NICU with a friend or a family and, and, and walk down there, it takes my breath away. Does it still yours as a dad? Yeah, we've, we're, we've been going there for two weeks now. We've still got about another month to keep going back and it's forth. It's still hard to breathe when you walk in, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got a, uh, we, we had a, a team member that had one in there 14 months. We had, uh, uh, we've got, and by the way, that kid's doing great now. Um, so there is a good end of these stories and the family's quote unquote, back to normal, Mm. back to working, back to investing, back to living life and so on. And, uh, another friend, a friend as well, uh, that, that, you know, I guess we were down there for, uh, seven or eight months in and out of there. And, um, it's just a, it's a, it's a process. And so it's a period of your life that, that is out of control. So you've got to control what you can control. And yeah, you need the margin. You need the margin. Give yourself permission to do nothing well right now. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, and, and um, now do not get into rational rationalization spending, where oh we've got to have this item and we're going to go forty thousand dollars in debt. No, 
No, no, no, no, no, no, no. Don't go back onto there. But, but, but do protect the household with the cash that you can for right now. I love that simplification. Make everything a simpler process. And like you said, make sure that your focus on, is on really what matters, which is your family. Well, when you're in the middle of some kind of storm, crisis, trauma, whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it, your vision immediately, you lose your peripheral vision and you just get ton- you get to focus on the one thing to survive. Oh, absolutely. Your, your brain does that for you and you need to do that with the math as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and that's healthy. That's good. That's smart. Trent is in Phoenix. Hey, Trent, what's up? Hey, guys. Uh, Long time listener, first time caller. So uh, thank you for what you do, Dave. I appreciate you. Well, thank you. Um, Merry Christmas. How can we help? Yes, yes sir. So I, uh, I'm debt free. Um, I have a kind of a side hustle for years. I've, I've bought things and kind of resold them. But uh, recently I started getting into buying storage units uh, and then turning and selling them. And my concern, though, is, is it's kind of taken off and I'm kind of on a trajectory to, you know, kind of be in the ballpark of thirty to 40000 in profit. And what I don't want to do is tie that in with my personal finances. And I guess the bigger question is, how do I avoid you know, tax issues? Should I do an LLC? I, I just honestly don't know where to go. Well, congratulations on your side hustle. That's pretty great. I mean, when it, when it comes to a side hustle, and I kind of speak to this from my own perspective, my husband and I had a small business and still do. Um, it really, when you're starting with a business, whether you're sole proprietor or you know you do decide to do an LLC, even with an LLC, and I mean you can select this, but most of the profit and losses is passing through to your your personal account anyway. So there's still, does that make sense? The only thing in my mind that might make you go towards an LLC would be the liability side of it. And making exactly. sure that you're you're covered and that if something were to happen and somebody sued you, they can't go after your personal your personal uh, assets. Yeah. So in that in uh, that way, you might look at an LLC or an S corp or something like that. Yeah, I would probably look at an LLC in that case, but I would not. The LLC does not give you any tax benefit. Mm-hmm. There is no place to hide the taxes. <laughs> yeah, you got to be. Right. Rich, rich people pay. don't pay any taxes. <laughs> Horse crap. Yes, they do too. The more you they make, the more, more you're than pay. you they more, pay. More than you used to make. But yeah, <laughs> uh, so absolutely, you pay taxes. An LLC, a sub S, a sole proprietor, all have a hundred percent pass through to your personal return. There is no avoiding squat. Uh, now, in any okay. business, uh, in any of those structures, uh, any expense you have is a valid expense, reduces your income by that much. Um, but Or if you have an item you purchase that's depreciated, mm-hmm. and you depreciate it over a 1, 3, 5, 15, 30-year schedule, whatever it is, then you're going to get that savings as well. But uh, but there is no thing of, oh, well, the way you do it is you do a double backflip family trust LLC through Nevada. <laughs> no, that's a bunch of crap on some infomercial. It does not work. He could so, probably get with a, a local provider, though, endorse local provider and find an accountant to kind of help help him open it up or walk through that. Exactly. But Jade is exactly uh-huh. right, Trent. When I started doing LLCs or sub S's was when it was, was for risk management. You need business insurance for liability in general. Um, and uh, if somebody gets hurt with one of those containers or something right. like that. And then the second thing is, if your personal assets are big enough or if the business has the appearance of being big enough that it starts to have a target on it with these idiots that sue everybody left and right for nothing. I got a hangnail, yeah. so I'm going to sue you for $2 million. Well, now you need the business separated off from your personal stuff so it, it shrinks the size of the target 
that way, and you would open an LLC for that. But you do have an extra tax return when you do the LLC. You've got extra paperwork. You have to run every single thing regarding the business in the name of the LLC. That's right. Otherwise, it's invalid. It will pierce the corporate veil if you don't. Uh, and so you can't go fooling around, do some stuff in Trent's name, stuff, some stuff in the uh, LLC's name. And, you know, it doesn't do any good then. So That's right. Get a, you know, get, like she said, get with one of the tax providers, one of the ELPs, and they can help you with that process. I think that's, uh, it's kind of like there's so much mythology around wealth and taxes is one of them. Oh, yeah. But, you know, everybody inherits their money that's wealthy. That's absolute BS. Oh, we know that's We not know true. that statistically, right? And rich people don't pay any taxes. The that's, more money you make, the more taxes you're paying. It's pretty simple. If you're if you're turning money into cash every year, that is taxable income. There's very very few things that are otherwise. <laughs> One of the joys of earning more. Uh, <laughs> she says sarcastically, "This is the Ramsey Show." Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. So this article. <laughs> oh man, Dave! When I saw this article, I I said, okay, okay, I got to show this to Dave. I read it. It says nearly half of young adults in the U.S. are living at home with their parents, and all that saved money on rent is fueling a luxury boom. It says a record number of young adults in the U.S. are currently living at home and all that saved money is sparking a luxury boom. That's unbelievable to me, because if you read down in the article, it says 48 percent of these young adults are living with their parents. This is 20. This is in 2022. So this is not like from 2020. Right. We know that people kind of hold up together because of, of the pandemic in 2020, but it's still taking place. And it says that it's because they have all of this extra money. And instead of paying off, I don't know, their debt. This is a historical high since the Great Depression. Yeah. These numbers have not been seen since the Great Depression. 48%. So <laughs> let me get this straight. You live in your mama's basement, but you got a coach purse. You got a coach purse. And and these these companies that are, you know, they make Tiffany and Dior and Hennessy and all these luxury brands, they saw a 20% spike above and they're, contri- they're, they're attributing From it to baby this. baby children from baby children. And at first, Dave, I'll be honest, when I when I first read this, my <laughs> my anger and my frustration was at the young adult. But then I thought about no, it. I thought no, about a, it more and I said, "No, no, 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 no." This is no. a helicopter mama got out of control. Helicopter daddy got out of control. Helicopter mom. This is also, you know, it's a result in my mind. I can just It's three things. It's the parenting, right? We've sent that message that Basically, we're going to do everything for you. This is not you. parenting. This is coddling. Coddle. We've coddled the confidence right out of these people. Woo! We've coddled it right That's out. That's tweetable. Think about it. When you've got parents who say, I don't trust 
that you can do this. I don't trust that you can make it out there on your own. I don't trust that you can use your God-given intellect and skill to earn money and pay rent. Why don't you come back and live here? And oh, by the way, when you live here, we'll cook your meals, we'll pay your rent. You know, if you need a little gas for money, we'll give you that too. Then Dave, you've got the government saying, hey, you can't pay for your student loans. We'll do it for you. And then you've got this this mixture of then now social culture telling you everything you everything you say is right. Everything you think is right. You can do no wrong. Now, tell me, Dave, how does that create an adult who can go in and function in society? What this is creating is uh, for the particular young people that are falling prey for it is what's known as a train wreck. It's a train wreck. You described a train wreck because here's what's going to happen. You cannot avoid life. You can't. It's coming for your butt. Well, that's what's happened. And mama can't protect you. And Biden can't protect you. Nope. And your opinion doesn't matter until you've got actual experience to base that opinion on. That's right. But the world has told you that everything you think is right. I really don't care what your opinion is. (laughs) I know that's right. And they're getting out into the world and they're going, wait a minute, this... This is different. Well, it, 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 the problem is when they do get in the world, and they will. They will. They're going to run into reality, which reality says, truthfully, reality says you are not an expert on something just because you breathe air. <laughs> Your opinion is not valid. That's right. Unless it is based on some kind of facts. Facts. That were based on, not feelings. That's right. But you've been told that your feelings are all valid. And they are valid feelings. Yeah. But they, the, anybody that leads their life by feelings is known as a child. Adults devise a plan and follow it. Children do what feels good. I know so that's right. Here's here's who we need to rant at, and you're exactly right. Rachel Cruz said this 10 years ago or 15 years ago the first time. We don't have a student loan crisis. We have a parenting it's crisis. It's parenting. It's parenting. And I say it all the time. You have to you can't absorb everything for your kids. Now I've got young kids, Dave. I got two year old yeah, and, and four year old. And you send them to the salt mines every morning. No, go well, to work. Let me you tell two you, two year old, go to work. You gotta let them feel it. You gotta let them feel it. It's Pick very. Pick up your toys. It's very easy to want to step in and not let them fail, not let them feel disappointment, not well, let them feel hurt. The you gotta let them feel it. Here, here's the problem. When when you're a parent that you think you are doing your child a favor by making it easy for them yeah you're in actually making it harder for them because you're stupid well you're, you're sending so a message stupid that you think that they're not going to have to learn the lesson they have to learn the lesson so you're better off to learn the lesson while at home and 15 years old mm-hmm. and feel the pain mm-hmm. of calluses on your hand yeah Feel the pain of actual discipline and responsibility yep. at a reasonable level where I can protect you from it being crushing pain That's right. as your dad, but I'm going to make sure that you feel the abrasion yep. so that when you feel real abrasion later, real adversity later, you've got the freaking character to stand in the wind. And the resilience, yeah. because if you don't allow that, you're like, again, you're sending that message. I don't have confidence in you. And there's an undercurrent that the, the child feels that, okay, I, I, I can't do this. So then when they do get out in the world and all those things happen, they don't know how to, 
they don't know how to be resilient. They don't know how to handle it because they have not had to build that level of confidence. And like you said, character. And it's just, I gave this example the other day. I was talking about my kid and, um, you know, he wants to help me set the table at night. And look, he's he's four years old. He's not going to do it right. He's going to put the stuff on the edge of the table probably going to knock the glass off. It's going to break all these things. And I, it's a great opportunity for me to step in and go, you know, what? I'll just do it. I'll put it like this. I know how to do it. But if I do that, I'm telling him, I don't have confidence in you to either do it right. And I certainly don't have confidence in you to make a mistake and learn from it. There's no dignity. There's no dignity there. When you are coddled, you got to let him do it. There is no dignity when you have no autonomy because you have absolutely no actual skills. That's right. And by the way, managing your social media account is not a social is not a skill. Okay, <laughs> that that you don't qualify for that. One, okay, <laughs> that one doesn't count. You don't get making comments on other people's actual achievements is not a skill. Yeah, that's not an achievement. You didn't achieve anything when you did that. Yeah, and, and so when you live in your mother's basement and you write a blog on personal finance, the rest of the world laughs at you. Yeah, and your mommy thinks you're cute. So a message to these young adults living at home, you've been enabled. We're telling you, you've been enabled. You have been coddled. You have been put in a situation that is not for your best interest. Now it is time for you to do something to change that. It's time for you to get up. It's time for you to get out. The problem is not, I can't afford rent. That is a symptom. The problem is you've got debt, you're not earning enough money, and you're not doing enough to go out and change it. Mom and dad can't do this for you. Well, and me, don't blame uh, it on the fact that folks are getting married later in life. No, that's, that's absolutely Because that's a whole other crap. thing. No, it's not. It, look, work more, go to the bar less. Was that was that okay? That that's it. Because you you took and, and your, you took playing, your you took your beer pong games. skills from college, and you brought them home to your twenty three year old self, yep. and you converted them to happy hour skills. Yeah. And so we live from thank God it's Friday to oh God it's Monday, and this is the recipe for freaking failure. Yep. So if you're a young person listening to us, we are not picking on you. No. We are begging you to get away from your parents. They're stupid. They did they did you wrong, and parents. If you're listening in the new year, it's time for you to serve a notice. That's the gift. Yep. The gift that they need to open up is a a, a pink slip. Yep. You got <laughs> till you got to till March. Kid. You got till June. Yep. No more than June. June's max. But uh, I mean, give them give them an exit ramp. Give them an on give ramp. Them give them an, an off yes. ramp. Whatever you want to call it. But let's lay out a game plan. Coach them. Help them. Yep. And that's show the thing. them what to do. It's and t- let me just tell you, an eagle that does not leave the nest is eventually known as a turkey. They are useless. You do not want to be 38 and living in your mother's basement. By the way, young men, uh, no woman wants to date you because you're what's known as a wuss. You are not eligible. You are not eligible. You look like a parasite. You do not look like a person who can carry half of a relationship. Oh, my goodness. My daughter, I wish my daughter would bring home a dude that's living in in his parents' basement. Uh Uh-oh, Big Sam be lighting that guy up. Big Sam be on that big, guy. Big Mama would be lighting that guy up. Well, that's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, Sam would be in the background cheering her on. That's he what it would was. be. He would be. All right. <laughs> hey, seriously, folks, love your children well enough to cause them to grow up. That's right. And out. This is the Ramsey Show.
Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.